Hi, and welcome back to Attack on Final Fantasy, a Final Fantasy podcast where IP tried to complete every single Final Fantasy game using the attack only command. Uh, we're starting off with Final Fantasy 2. Now, as many of you may know, that Final Fantasy 2 was what um, the US got as Final Fantasy 4. Um, that's because it's deemed too difficult um, outside of Japan to release. The release date for Japan was 17th of December 1988. The uh, EU got it on March 14th, 2003, and North America April 8th, 2003. This was both on the 1 and 2 um, collectors on PlayStation. Uh, it was then released for the Game Boy Advance, which is the version that I'm playing in 2004. The original NES version introduced some um, long-running themes within the game, such as Sid being the uh, airship engineer and pilot, and um, also chocobos were first featured within this game. The levelling system in this game is very divisive amongst fans. Um, basically, what it does is everything you do will accumulate into sort of a point um, towards that skill. So if you get hit a lot, um, then you get more health at the end of the battle. If you attack a lot, your strength go up and your ability with swords, let's say, will go up. This is rather than having a normal EXP uh, style system. I did not get along with the change in the system back when I played it on the PlayStation, but last year I gave it a replay on my PSP and I found it a lot more manageable, I understood it a lot more, um, and yeah, it was great really. Um, I did kick myself though, I had to play through it again because I forgot to grab the Blood Sword, and the Blood Sword, uh, basically it takes 1 16th health off of the enemy that it's attacking, so it's really good for bosses. In the original version there's two blood swords but in the GBA version there's only one so I've got to make sure that I grab it otherwise I'm going to have to play again and I don't really want to have to. <laughs> right with all that said and done I'm um, at the start game part so I hit that, hit new game and uh, I'm taken to the character name selection screen. Now these guys actually do have their own names. Um, you've got Firion, Maria, Guy and Leon. So I'm just going to be polite and leave it as it is and start the game. A long, long piece and it opens up to a village. Looks like, oh, it was happy. Is that an end? Oh, there's knights. It looks like uh, some guys setting the village on fire. Oh no, all the flames have come to life. We've all got faces. The Emperor of Palamecia calls forth monsters from the underworld and launches his campaign for world conquest. I wonder why he's doing that. So now we're in a Queen's Chambers. A rebel army rises up in the Kingdom of Finn to thwart the Empire's plans. Oh, and they've been attacked as well. But the Rebels' castle falls to a full-scale assault by the Empire. Okay. Oh, the Queen gets away. But the guy stays behind to defend her. Oh, I didn't look good. The Rebels have no choice but to withdraw to the remote town of Alatair. Okay, it seems out it looks very much like the castle in um, Final Fantasy 1. 
Four youths from Finn also find themselves fleeing with the Imperial forces. They have lost their parents at the hands of the Empire. And they're not free yet. Now it opens up into the very first battle of the game, which is against four Black Knights. Um, very much the same sort of system as Final Fantasy 1, where you just select all your attacks at the start. There's no ATB bars yet. Um, I honestly thought that I could win this battle back when I first played it on PlayStation, and I kept trying and trying and trying. But obviously it's, it's a made-to-lose battle, so here we go. Let's just attack them all. Right, after the battle, I'm uh, in a circle that's very reminiscent of the circle from Final Fantasy IX where the Jesters are trying to withdraw uh, the Edelons out of Dagger. Hilda is here and um, so is Minwu, who's doing the magic on me. Um, Hilda expresses some concerns about the Empire finishing up building uh, the Dreadnought. I leave the circle calling for my... Um, old friends and uh, reunited with them. Well, Maria and Guy anyway. So it turns out we were saved by the Prince of Finn um, and were brought here, but uh, Leon was nowhere to be seen. We head into the throne room to speak to Hilda. Hilda is pleased that we've uh, regained our strength and Firin asks if we can join the rebels in their fight, um, but Hilda declines the offer saying we know nothing of war and would only be thrown our lives away and we should return home but then Maria comes in with the old guilt trip and says we have no home, not anymore the Empire attacked and our parents, our families even after that um, Hilda declines us but she says that we could stay in Altair um, and this is where I learn about the password system so in this game you can learn certain phrases um, for example this password is Wild Rose so I select learn, Wild Rose and then I've got it, and then I can ask about it, so now I'll ask about Wild Rose. And Wild Rose is the insignia of the Kingdom of Finn. It represents our hope for the future that flourishes with strength and beauty. She shows concern for Finn, and um, she's heard that the Empire's captors were taken there to suffer. She tells us that Leon could be held there, um, which is stupid because we're just going to go straight there now because we're just a bunch of kids. Um, but she does warn us that Finn is far too dangerous now. And gaining entry to a city is not going to be easy. Then she introduces us to Minwu, who's a white wizard, and he tended to our wounds. And we speak with him before we leave. So I'm going to do that now. Apparently this guy's not just a white wizard, he's a psychic as well, because he says, I see your destiny clearly. The future it promises seems closely intertwined with my own. You will begin your journey to Finn, and it will be your first step towards fulfilling your fate. I then ask him about Wild Rose, um, and he says that I should heal well the information that it will bring me. Uh, I can learn much by you by listening. Okay, so I guess this game is going to be a lot more talking to NPCs and finding my way instead of just stumbling around like the last one. <laughs> there's a guy here that I chat to, he says that Port of Palum lies to the east, but there's a lake that separates us, so I won't be able to get there without a canoe. And another guy who has no faith in us making it thin, um, he basically said that uh, I'll be lucky to make it to the town nearest it called Guttria. I then leave the uh, throne room and go to speak with the king who was shot with an arrow in the back. Um, he said that Hilda's in charge, so I guess Hilda's not a queen, she's um, the princess of this place and I guess she saved us, not the prince. Then I leave a little hideout and... Um, I pillage a chest in here which had a potion, 
uh, spoke to some other guys but they had nothing really of interest to say and I go and head straight to the shops. Now because the uh, strongest weapons that you can get are all swords in this game I've decided everyone's going to have a sword and shield and probably heavy armour um, to start with. Uh, I'm going to see how that goes um, because obviously they train in that speciality it gets better the more they use it. So I buy everyone a broadsword and a buckler. Um, I didn't have enough to get everyone armour but Therion's got a full set of leather. Um, Maria's got clothes and leather gloves. Uh, Guy's got leather armour and leather gloves. They're just missing hats and armour for Maria. As I'm walking around town I spot a guy who's peeping into the uh, back of the hideout here. He goes, my name is Gordon. I was once a prince of Kashan. Now I'm nothing but a coward. When my brother Scott fell in battle, I abandoned my kingdom and fled here. So um, I asked him about Wild Rose and he said that he's just a spineless coward and he wants to join the uh, the rebels, but he thinks that Hilda's going to turn him down. Uh, but that's fair enough. She turned us down as well, mate, so I'm not going to laugh at you. You don't deserve it at all. So now I leave town for the very first time into the open field. I'm surrounded by forests and lush greenery really is quite nice uh, the first battle that I get in is a bunch of hornets so I'm just gonna hit attack because that's the name of the game one thing I do like about this game is when you're on the field and you're running around fighting things um, you'll occasionally see an airship fly overhead um, yeah I really really enjoy that it sort of makes the world feel a little bit more alive than it was in Final Fantasy 1 after a couple of battles I've earned enough gill to buy up the last pieces of armour that I need for the other two uh, members of my party. So I head back into town and grab those. I have noticed that um, when you get poisoned in this game the poison goes away after the battle so I don't think I'll need any antidotes or anything. I uh, head back in and rest of the inn um, and how the inn works in this game is it gives you a price depending on how much health you've lost so if you go in really badly beaten up then you'll pay more to stay so then I only paid 7 gil um, to just rest the night. Um, I do wonder why I couldn't just go back to Minwoo's circle and um, get my strengths back there but we'll never know. Normally when I play a Final Fantasy game I like to um, level up sort of to level 5 or 10 before moving on to the first place uh, because this obviously doesn't have a leveling system like that I don't know how well I'm doing so I'm just going to play it by ear um, really uh, see how I'm getting on if, it, if things are going down really really quickly then I'll move on to the next area but I know that if you stray too far from a path there are enemies that will kill you and they will not worry about doing it. So for example in these games there are these things called um, peninsulas of power um, and what it is is when you go towards a peninsula and it looks like you can get to another peninsula but there's a little bit of sea um, you'll start fighting the enemies that are meant to be on that other continent um, it's because the games are divided into grids with the sets of enemies within that grid that it picks from um, so what I did then is I went too far south into this peninsula and I actually got into a fight with something that I was meant to fight on the other continent um, later on in the game and got com completely wiped out so I've had to reload and try again 
Now I know about the um, leveling up method where you attack your own party members to gain uh, hit points and defense. Um, I don't think I'm going to be doing that on this run. Uh, I might resort to it later if I'm finding things too difficult, but um, certainly not now. Um, yeah, I'll just, I'll just see how it goes and see how I feel a bit later on, but I'll let you know if I do resort to it. So now I think it's time to head north across the river uh, to the next town just to see what they've got there. I feel confident enough my guys will be okay. Uh, the health hasn't gone up too much, but I think that's because my shields are quite good at the moment, so I'm blocking most of the attacks that are incoming. Across a marsh area and through a forest, and I come to an opening with a little house in the middle, uh, and I'm going to head inside. And this is a Gatria, a quaint little village. It's got uh, bridges across a river, which I didn't see outside for some reason. Um, yeah, it's all very nice, very nice. I'm going straight to the armor shop though to see if there's anything better for my guys. Okay, so I've brought leather armor for Maria now, so everyone's equipped for same stuff. Um, in the weapon shop, it does sell axes, and it does say that it puts my strength up, but... I'm not going to buy it because I'm trying to level up my sword usage for everybody so they can equip stronger swords at the end of the game. I speak to a couple of villagers who are a little bit nervous about the Dreadnought being completed because so far Gatcher and Altair haven't fallen into the Empire's clutches. Um, but someone did say that Finn is ridden with Imperial troops and monsters so I should probably stay clear. I'm also told about a pub just on the outskirts of Finn uh, and the landlord didn't make it out so he's now pouring pints for the um, Imperial troops there so I guess that is where I'm going to go. Let's check out the inn first though just in case there's anyone in here. There isn't, it's empty so away I go, off to Finn. I am going to save first, I don't want to be fighting Imperial troops and things now. Okay, here I am outside of Finn. Um, I'm going to do one more save and head on inside and see what I can see. Um, yeah, I can't go to the castle, so straight into the village, I think. Okay, Virion's just um, just saying to the guys, it's just like we heard the city is crawling with Imperial soldiers. We have to be careful, be sure not to get too close. Okay, so take it I can't talk to anyone uh, and I've got to find this pub oh the inn's blocked by a guy wonder what happens if I do talk to him let's see okay I've got into, oh, okay it's just a normal battle I thought I'd talk to one of the soldiers but I just got into a normal battle with normal monsters that I found outside so I'm fine for now right now that's over with let's try talking to one of these guys oh I get called rebel Kerr and this captain and <laughs> oh, I did 11 damage to him. He did 360 to me though, so it's not really um gonna happen, is it? Nah, game over. So I reloaded. I'm heading back in. Um, oh, Furion's just said the same stuff again. Um, okay, so I can see the pub just on the outskirts there. There seems to be a guy blocking the way. Oh, it looks like the weapon shops are unguarded. So let's head in there, see if there's anyone there. The weapon shop was empty, as was the um, armour shop, so now I've got to make my way round to the pub. 
so again I, I go out sort of a an area a bit like in Final Fantasy 1 where it looks like I would leave town if I left that part but I don't I just go onto a little part of the map above if that makes any sense um, so I'm going round the wall and into the pub okay right in the pub there are imperial soldiers literally everywhere um, I'm gonna go to the barman uh, oi where do you think you're going customers aren't allowed behind the counter bleeding imperials are nothing but an ill-bred rabble Right, I'm going to ask him about Wild Rose. Ah, you're with the rebels. You'll find a secret door in this wall. There's a wounded soldier behind it. Go and see if you can help him. Okay, okay. Ah, uh, what am I going to do? I've had enough of this place. You lot can take it from here. Good luck. Oh, he's, he's sodded off. I think we're too young to serve pints. Okay, so I go through the wall and down a corridor. After a short walk, I come to a room with a guy in a bed and three treasure chests. Um, in the treasure chests were potions, and now I'm talking to the guy. Are you going to turn me over to the Empire? At least have the decency to kill me first. I don't want them to take me alive. So I'm going to ask him about Wild Rose. So you're rebel soldiers, are you? My name is Scott. I'm Prince of Kashan. Prince Scott, we were told you fell in battle. Thank goodness you're still alive. I am, but not. Not for much longer. I'm afraid I must ask a favour of you. There's something you must tell my brother Gordon. Tell him I know he has great strength. He must learn to have more faith in himself. I also have a message for the king. Tell him the reason Finn fell so quickly is that Count Borgen betrayed us. He's been made a general in the Imperial Army. Well, that's a shocking turn of event, um, considering I have no idea who this person is. There is one more thing. Tell Hilda that I love her. No, no, don't deliver that last message. A confessions of a dying man would only bring her pain. Oh, well, good on him, but I, I think I would rather know uh, if somebody loved me before they died, rather than always wonder. Maria asks about Leon, but um, he doesn't know anything about him. Uh, and I get a ring off him. I'm sure it will be of use. Okay, cheers, mate. Uh, maybe all this talking, but I've grown extremely tired. If you'll excuse me, I just need to rest for a little while. And then he does that uh, classic Final Fantasy flash away into non-existence. And I get Scott's ring, which is good. I suppose. Um, on the item menu, I looked at Scott's ring, and it's a memento from Scott that allows the party to view the world map. Nice. So I get out of the pub and out of Finn without much grief. Uh, I'm going to go back to Gatria to heal up. Um, not that I've taken that much damage, but it's always better to be safe than sorry. Um, and then back to Altair, I suppose, to deliver the news. Right, so I'm back in Altair. Uh, the journey back here wasn't very harrowing. It was um, fairly straightforward. Uh, I've really slowed down on levelling any stats. I think um, Furion got a plus to his strength, but that's it. So now I'm going to go speed Gordon quickly. Uh, I've shown him the ring. He says, it's my brother's. Is he really said all these things about me? So, yep, there's that. 
I hope that perks him up a little bit though. So now I'm gonna go speak with the king. I've just entered the um the rebel hideout here. Uh it's not much of a hideout, it's the biggest building in the town. Uh the king says about the arrow again. Oh, and he doesn't want to talk to me. So I guess I've got to speak to Hilda instead. Right, off to the front room. Okay. I show her the ring and she asks after Scott. Um, she asks if he's alive and Therian says, nah, he's dead. Um, and then she asked if he said anything, any last words. And Therian said, no, nothing. Which was a little bit cold. Um, I would have, I would have told her, personally. Therian says, uh, this ring belongs to you. And she says, no, keep it. It's meant for men of courage. Cool. So she believes in us now, at least. She goes on to say uh, that we infiltrated Finn and we got back here alive. So we've definitely um, proven ourselves and that she had underestimated our strength. Uh, I would have you lend that strength to our cause. There is a magical metal known as Mithril. Now Mithril is in red, which means I can learn it as a password. So I learn it and then I ask about it. Um, Finn fell because the Empire came with weapons and armour made of Mithril. Uh, so they were ill-equipped to fight back against the Empire. Uh, which is why everyone had to flee down to here. There's a guy called uh, Joseph uh, who lives in Salamand. And um, she's charged him with looking for some Mithril. They seem to have lost contact with him and they've asked me to go with Minwoo to look into this. So I guess I will. Right, yeah, everyone nodded. I'm going to talk to Minwoo now. Minwoo tells us to reach Salamand. We must first pass through Port Town of Palam and he gives us his canoe, which is nice. And then he joins the party. Uh, I'm going to check out his equipment um, because he's... Uh, they have sort of guest characters on this no one's really a fourth uh, party member until the end you're really a three party team um, so I always find that if they've got something good just to well take it basically um, so I'm going to remove that off him and give it to uh, Virion then give him a leather armor Nice. So basically I took copper armour off him and gave it to Virion and now I've taken his copper armour. Uh, now I've got his canoe, I can go over lakes, which is nice, and I'm already at Palom. Uh, I'm going to walk around here and level up a little bit, I think. So this is where I think I'm going to call this um, first episode. Uh, we didn't do too much, but I do think that this game is a little bit shorter than Final Fantasy 1. Um, but it's just a lot more sort of uh, filled out of plot, uh, which is which is a good thing. Like it's nice to have like, meaning and something to be aiming for. Um, if you did enjoy this, follow me on Twitter at SelectAttack. Uh, there's also a Discord available in the description. Um, and until next episode, have a good one. Bye bye.